What's up, everybody? Welcome to another live episode of Maximize Your Brain with Markeith Brayton. And yes, we are live all the way live today. And I'm so excited to be live with you today because I have a very special guest, someone who is going to be talking about a topic that's near and dear to my heart. And we just want to make sure that we bring him on the best way that I know how. And so those of you who are joining for the very first time live, go ahead and type in the comments. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Those of you listening to the podcast via on iTunes, Stitcher or Spotify. Hey, leave us a rating and or review throughout uh, the time that you're listening. But my guest today is Brian J. Olds. Brian J. Olds wasn't born with a natural enthusiasm for public speaking. A burgeoning change agent in the industry, the Baltimore native inadvertently entered into the world of speaking when he delivered his first speech to the Morgan State University Toastmasters Club in 2006. Recalling this as one of his most defining life moments, Brian instantly connected to his passion when he found himself in front of a standing ovation at the conclusion of that speech. Identified as a curator of collaboration, Brian specializes in empowering rising professional speakers to create clarity, streamline systems, and cultivate the relationships needed to reach the unique audience they are called to serve. And that's just a little bit about my guest today, but we're going to let him come on into the space and, and give us more information about who he is and how he shows up in the world. What's going on, Brian? Hey, what's going on, Marquis? Thank you so much. Uh, Brian Oles, uh, as you mentioned, super excited to be here on the Marquis. I, I call it the, the Marquis Brigadin podcast. You got to put a little <laughs> emphasis on it, you know, uh, especially since you're live, especially since you're down in Tennessee. But thank you so much. Looking forward to a great conversation and uh, really appreciate what you're doing here. Awesome. 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 Well, Brian, I gave a little bit of brief information about your bio, but let us know a little bit more about yourself and how you show up in the world. Yeah, absolutely, man. So that story that you kind of told in the beginning or gave a sneak preview is absolutely true. In fact, uh, Markeith, if you have been sitting next to me in a small classroom over at Morgan State University, which is in Baltimore, my hometown, uh, you would have watched as I stood up walked to the front of the room and prepared to deliver my very first speech in Toastmasters. Now, I know you're familiar with Toastmasters, uh, but for our listeners who aren't, it's an organization that's pretty much focused on helping you become a more effective speaker. And so this was the very first meeting and I was the very first speaker. And so, man, if you had been sitting in the first row, uh, you probably would have noticed a, a couple physical changes starting to take place with me. Uh, number one was my uh, sweaty palms. Uh, the second thing was my uh, shaking voice as I started to uh, do the speech. And then the third thing, somebody made the mistake. I don't know who it was, but somebody thought it was a good idea to leave the door of the classroom I was speaking and open. And I was pacing back and forth so much, Marquis. At one point, I almost walked out of the room. I had my friend, Depot Adesina, he's a Nigerian guy. He's like, Brian, come back. Like, where are you going? So all of this stuff is happening as I'm attempting to deliver my presentation. But that was the stuff happening on the outside. On the inside, <laughs> you know how they say anytime you're nervous about something, they call it, you know, having the butterflies in your stomach. 
Well, I had a bad case of the butterflies, but the butterflies weren't like the Discovery Channel butterflies that were floating around. These were more the Hannibal Lecter style butterflies crashing into each other about to escape. And so long story short, man, all of that was taking place. I wrap up my speech and I immediately uh, dig a quick self check. I was still alive. So that was good. I did notice everyone was clapping, like you said, in the intro. Uh, But then, you know, I realized in Toastmasters, you know, man, we pretty much we clap for everything. Like if you bring your lunch to the meeting, you're probably going to get a round of applause. But made me feel good at the time. And then the third thing was, hey, I just survived my first presentation. If I can give one, I could deliver two. Two turned into four, four turned into 10. And then I was off and running, man. But, you know, nowadays I am running Black Speakers Network. Uh, That that experience helped me understand the larger world of public speaking. And that led to the larger world of professional speaking. And, um, you know, I am a card carrying introvert. Uh, I enjoy time by myself. I know we're both cyclists and love, you know, that time like out on the road, man, I, I recharge by being by myself. And so standing in front of an audience isn't necessarily a natural thing. But when I connected and, you know, realized the amount of people we have the impact, as well as the number of other speakers who could potentially see themselves doing the same thing, it just seemed like the right thing to do. And so I couldn't find an organization that was explicitly serving uh, black speakers. Uh, So I created one back in 2016. And so, you know, we've been rolling for the last four years. Uh, Black Speakers Network now is a vibrant community of about 10,000 plus current and aspiring professional speakers, as well as entrepreneurs that serve speakers. And our mission is to equip, connect and inspire the next generation of black professional speakers. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We we had a, a comment there that um, from Delatoro McNeil, one one of our mutual friends. He says two powerful men that he loves and respects. So we love and respect you as well, Dale. So thanks. Oh, for we got Delatoro on. here. Okay. Yeah, no yeah. So no you know, pressure. public speaking. You know, we have that in common. We have cycling in common. But today, we definitely want to spend some time on you know public speaking becoming a professional speaker learning how to become paid to speak but i put that little tagline on there about now we're really more pushed in this virtual marketplace you know how can we still be successful as speakers when we're not having the opportunity you know to stand on stages and to be in environments where we normally would be able to be one to many uh, physically, but now we're more like one to many virtually. And so let's talk a little bit about, you know, what does it take to really start building a professional speaking business, professional speaking career? Yeah. And so I think that's a great conversation to have. And um, honestly, you know, when we first started Black Speakers Network, what we realized right away is that, you know, there's really no prerequisite to becoming a speaker. I mean, if you wake up one day and you're like, oh, man, you know, I want to be a professional speaker, you update your LinkedIn profile and you're often running. Right. And so people are coming in at all different places. And so one of the things we had to do right away, Markeith, is, you know, create a framework for people to step into. And one of the reasons I love Della Toro um, I was listening because we're both coming from the instructional design world. I spent two years as a a corporate uh, training specialist and I went back to school to study instructional design. And so that really comes down to, hey, how do adults learn and how do we help people not only gain information, but also the skills to be able to transform uh, what they're learning into action. And so for us at BSN, you know, we, we, we operate by a model called the five M's. 
Uh, it is our model for teaching the business of speaking and all of the elements that we're about to talk about, I think will fall uh, pretty nicely under one of these M's. But for a quick overview, the five M's are basically, you know, helping speakers get clarity on their mission, your message, marketing, how to monetize and how to manage your speaking business. And certainly, uh, as you mentioned, when people first uh, start their speaking business or even folks that have been in the industry for a long time, the gut reaction is, number one question, how do I get paid to speak? How do I get more on uh, um, more stages so somebody can like slip a check in my pocket? Uh, however, the reality of uh, the speaking industry is that um, a lot of presentations, in fact, the vast majority of presentations actually um, aren't paid or if they are paid, you know, it typ they're typically longer decision cycles associated with that. And guess what? You're still just getting paid once for what could have been weeks, if not months of work. And so I think this climate that we found ourselves in with COVID-19 and having to shift more toward virtual presentations is actually a healthy thing because it's helping speakers who may have been a little bit over indexed on earning income just through that linear fashion to make sure that they are building a more robust um, business and making sure that they're serving their audiences in multiple modalities. And so when we do get over to that monetization M, that fourth M that I mentioned, uh, we teach about 20 different ways to monetize your speaking business. And so that includes things like virtual courses. Delatoro is a great example. He has an amazing virtual course that I just enrolled in. We just got a bunch of BSN people in there now. Uh, you should be thinking about memberships, affiliate programs, group coaching, training, the list goes on. And so the point is, when you're thinking about uh, speaking from anybody's stage, when have you ever listened to a speaker, Markeith, that has given you, you, you heard one presentation and you learned everything you needed to know about that topic um, in that 30 or 60 minutes? You know, it just doesn't happen. Like your audience needs to take you home with you in some capacity. And so we're not just talking about creating multiple streams of income, but ultimately what we're talking about is making sure that you have multiple ways to continue to serve your audience long after you walked off stage. And so that's kind of been the, the call to action at BSN. And that's great. And I like the fact that you said at the very beginning, the business of speaking, because there is a business aspect of of speaking and 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 yes many uh, of us when we started out absolutely you know did a lot of um, complimentary speaking engagements right because it's never free because it cost us something to prepare cost us something to get to the destination cost us something to you know uh, be ready to present in excellence so it's never never free but yet we are complimentary giving or we are serving in a way that will benefit other people and so let's talk a little bit about your process uh, those M's that you were talking about you know maybe we can go through the first three and take a take a break and then come back and do the last two sure that's that's good yeah no problem um, but yeah, piggybacking on what you said, uh, you know, I love what Craig Valentine says. He's one of my earliest mentors. He came through Toastmasters. He said, you know, I'm never free. 
you know, but I'm available, right? You know, I'm not free, but I'm available. And so same thing. And, and I think uh, just shifting that mindset is something that we spend a lot of time on within BSN. Because again, you know, nobody goes to school to be a professional speaker. We're all coming from different backgrounds. Some of us are trainers. Some of us are traditional entrepreneurs. Some of us are, you know, uh, climbing a corporate ladder, et cetera. And so we're learning this business as we go. And that's one of the most powerful things we wanted to do was create a community of other individuals who are some a little bit further ahead of you. And then some people are actually trying to catch up to where you are, but no matter, you're able to have a, a system of accountability resources, as well as uh, tools to be able to help you move forward. But going into the first M, um, I mentioned uh, that's mission. And that's the one that a lot of speakers tend to kind of skip over because we want to jump right to the money, right? And I can understand that. But uh, in any business, you really have to get clarity on a couple things. Number one, uh, what problem are you truly serving in the marketplace? Um, when it comes down to it, I mean, I know a lot of speakers are motivational, a lot of inspirational, transformational, et cetera, but that's that's more of a description. Well, we really have to get down to the details, Marquis, on, you know, what are you actually doing for people? You know, like yourself, like there's no confusion. When I see you on Facebook, when I see you on LinkedIn, I know that you are the guy that to come to when it comes to maximizing and monetizing your personal brand. That's it, period. Like you're not out there trying to, you know, change transmissions. You're not out trying to, you know, sell food and, 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 and like all this stuff like personal brand. Right. And so that's you. And so you have to get really, really clear because right now, you know, people don't have a lot of time. And if they come to you, their website, your social media, um, they hear you speaking in an opportunity like this and it's not clear to them what you do. They're going to tune out and move on. And so I think getting very clear, clear on the problem that you solve is super important. The other thing that we go into in mission is getting clarity on your passion, uh, which is the thing that you absolutely love. And um, and getting clarity on your knowledge and your expertise, your experience. And those two areas are super important because sometimes they don't always match up. You know, many of us have spent five, 10, 15 years, you know, working in careers don't, that aren't necessarily fulfilling. And so while you may be an expert in that area, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the thing that you want to focus on uh, from a speaking perspective. And so you have to kind of balance all three. And I can't think of anything worse than having to consistently speak on a topic that you absolutely uh, don't like. Uh, your audience can tell, you can tell, your wife can tell, the dog can tell, like you don't want to do that to yourself. And so we teach speakers to focus on what we call the speaker sweet spot, Marquise. And that's really the intersection of those three areas, your passion, your knowledge, and what the market is asking for. And if you can drill down into that area, then you will absolutely be in a place where you will make a lot of money, make a big impact, and also be very happy along the way. So mission is important. Having a mission yeah. for your speaking business is important. Being clear, I always like to use the example, you know, with, with your car. Those of us who have navigation systems uh, in our car, I didn't have one until most recently. I, kind of kept my car longer than I probably should, but I had to buy a new one back in October. And so now I have a navigation system in my vehicle. But, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> the mission of that navigation system is that you put in the right clear coordinates in order to get to the destination of where you're trying to go. And that's the same concept with business. Like, what are the clear coordinates in order for you to serve the right people, attract the right people, 
and solve the right problems so that you can have a successful business. So that's all about the mission. Clarity. I know a lot, a lot of people uh, that I follow and over the years would say content is king. I say clarity is king mm. because you can't yeah. create effective content without having great clarity. So number one is mission. Number two. Yeah. So number two is I agree with that 100 percent. I love the GPS and I'm glad you upgraded your vehicle, Marky. Uh, have something <laughs> to transport your bike around, make sure it's reliable. Um, number two is message. And so, you know, earlier I spoke a little bit about Toastmasters and so we can delve into that. I mean, I'm sure that you've seen speakers that are that hit the stage. You're just thinking to yourself, like, man, like, how did they get this opportunity? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I could give a better presentation than that. And I, and I didn't even prepare. And so oftentimes uh, as a professional speakers, uh, we tend to, you know, sometimes over index on, you know, monetizing our messages and things of that nature. But we have to stay in the practice of refining our craft and getting better actually on stage. And that's one of the reasons why I love Toastmasters. I did join back in 2006. I'm still a member today in uh, 2020. And the reason is because you're constantly sharpening the saw. You're constantly getting better at that craft. And when it comes to delivering effective presentation, you know, you're never perfect. Uh, there's always opportunities to grow. Um, in Toastmasters, we focus on creating an effective opening, a body, conclusion. Um, so it's kind of like a hamburger. Like, you know, you got the top bun, uh, you got the meat, and you got a bottom bun. That's a basic presentation. But what about all those condiments in between? You know, some people like mustard, relish, ketchup, barbecue sauce, lettuce, mayonnaise. And so in a presentation, you have all those same things. You've got vocal varieties, hand gestures, visual aids, your ability to tell effective stories. And so uh, as a speaker, in my opinion, the number one marketing tool that you have at your disposal is a killer presentation. Because here's the deal. Most speakers are getting booked to speak as a direct result of past speaking opportunities. And so if you're not bringing it, if you're not organized, if you're not able to tell stories effectively, if you are uh, coherent, <laughs> then that's going to really uh, go against you as it relates to getting more speaking opportunities. Um, so the biggest thing is, you know, making sure that you're in an environment where you could consistently get better. I think Toastmasters is a great start. We have tools and resources in BSN, but the message, making sure that you're able to effectively connect with the audience is absolutely key. And all of that is done through proper messaging. And so when we think about messaging and really honing in on that, how many different messages should one have based on their business? Yeah, so at a minimum, uh, most professional speakers are going to need what we call the signature um, presentation, signature keynote. Uh, one of our partners, um, his name is Andy Henriquez. He does an amazing job. Um, he has an entire program. Now, so that's a signature presentation, but embedded in the signature presentation is something referred to as a signature story. And so if we just focus on stories. There's actually multiple different stories that he teaches that you need. You need a signature story, which is kind of like, 
your core. There's something that you're going to be telling over and over and over again to help your audience emotionally connect to the person you are and why they should be why you're the one to lead them out of the pain that they're in. But you also have offer stories. You have all different. You have like seven different types of stories. Don't have time to go into them now. But the point is, is that your signature, everything starts from the signature story. And oftentimes, you know, that's the area that we want to focus on and refine. And sometimes it's kind of fatiguing because you're telling the story over and over and over again. So it's like, okay, everybody already knows my story. Well, no, they don't. (laughs) And if they do, that's probably going to be the thing. It's kind of like when you listen to a a good CD or you watch a movie over again. If you've ever watched a movie, you know how the movie's going to end. You're not watching it because you, you, it's going to a magical ending is going to pop up. You're watching it because you enjoy the journey along the way. And that's the same thing we have to keep in mind as a speaker. That's good. You know, having a signature story, having a signature presentation, having um, a signature talk. I was sharing with one of my clients, you know, that you have a tendency to have a theme that runs through your messaging and and you have the ability to really be able to pull out nuggets, you know, because people are always, well, how are you always ready? How can you do this impromptu? Well, the theme is always the same. The stories sometimes may be different. That's right. Where I'm trying to go is always the same. Where I want to take the audience is always the same. The stories that I have are are typically always the same. I live them, right? I remember Les Brown uh, talking about you should never really need notes, right? Because you you what you're talking about and what you're speaking on is what you've lived. You exactly. Just, you've transitioned what you've lived into a presentation in order to provide value or in order to provide content to the people who are in the audience or on the other side of the camera. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right. Number three, the third M. Okay. So the third M we're jumping into marketing. And so uh, this is where it's kind of rubber meets the road. Now that you've identified your speaker sweet spot, uh, now that you identify your message and started honing your craft, you know, you're going to need somebody to speak to, right? You could be the best speaker in the world, but if nobody's able to find you, uh, you're not going to be very effective. And so for us, marketing is all about making sure that you're externally communicating the value that you bring to the marketplace at the level in which you uh, want to be uh, paid. And so uh, if you are a speaker charging $5,000 on uh, you know, with marketing materials that look like it was created um, on Canva at night with one eye uh, open, then that could be an issue because it's a disconnect between the value that you're offering uh, or projecting and then the value that you're requesting from the market. And so for us, you know, it's very simple things initially that we're helping speakers making sure that their brand is externally matching up with uh, what they're able to do. And so uh, some simple things that we talk about all the time are uh, professional bios, um, you know, and when we say professional bio, we mean, you know, not every accomplishment that you've done in history. I'm very proud of the fact, Marquise, that I was the 1999 Baltimore City uh, tennis uh, champion, novice division. Um, but it's not in my speaker bio because it doesn't have anything to do with me speaking. Right. You have to have stuff that's uh, highly relevant and that's going to help pique the interest 
of um, meeting planners. A lot of times our bios read kind of like a, 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 a report or a news report. Like they should be something uh, that is a piece of branded collateral that's going to help um, drive people to you and get people interested. And so uh, that's one thing. Another thing is uh, photos. Uh, digital assets, you know, making sure that you have a professional, high quality uh, photos. Um, one of the first things that we ask our new BSN members for um, when we put their information on a directory is a professional headshot. And if they don't have one, then they get a nice little note requesting one before we add them to the directory. Because again, that is a moment of truth. That's the first impression that you have with people. And so bios, photos, uh, helping people package their speaker videos and making sure that you have a compelling two to three minute uh, clip where, you know, someone doesn't have the benefit of watching you live in person. Then you have something that you could send to a meeting planner or, or to the media or someone that wants to feature you on a show like this to be able to give them a preview of what you can do. And so these are the really important things. And the great thing about Black Speakers Network that I love is that I'm not sitting in a room somewhere trying to create all these things. We built an amazing collaborative partnership with over 30 um, entrepreneurs that specialize in servicing speakers. And so they're called platform partners. And so if you need a website, photography, videography, uh, PR services, uh, we have access to one of the largest professional speaking databases in the world called PitchDB. Uh, where you can go in and get access to conferences and podcast opportunities. Uh, we have an amazing partnership network. And so when you come in to BSN, we're not only just give, telling you what to do, but we'll connect you with partners to be able to help you do it as well. And so that's great. Actually, uh, I think I was on mute on my end. So let me uh, come back in and say that that's an uh, absolute uh, great opportunity for us to really build relationships, to build those partnerships with uh, individuals. And one of the reasons why I started the podcast is because I wanted to be able to, able to have a platform to build relationships, to provide value to people who I've received great content from or value from in order to, you know, give them a conduit to my audience and and as well as be exposed to their audience, but yet also just to be able to provide value. So that's great with the whole idea of marketing. And if don't nobody know you exist, nobody can hire you, nobody can pay you, nobody can call you, nobody can email you to come and do what it is that you uh, have a desire to do. And so after this commercial break, we'll be right back to get those other two M's from Brian as we continue this conversation about how to leverage public speaking in this virtual marketplace. So we'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, just popping in real quick to say two things. Thank you for listening to the Maximize Your Brand podcast each and every week. And number two, I want to let you know that I am offering a brand new program called Laser Coaching with Markeith Brayton. I know you have dreams. I know you have aspirations and things that you want to do. And sometimes you just need a little bit of accountability to get you moving in the direction that you desire to go in. I can remember back in 2014, when I first got laid off my job, I had a decision to make. Was I going to pursue my dream or was I going to go back to the nine to five rat race that I just did not enjoy? And the only thing that really helped me to make that decision was that I invested in myself and got coaching. And that coaching was 
tremendous in my making the decision to keep going and pursuing my entrepreneurial dream of becoming a professional speaker and a digital personal brand coach. And today, I want to make that same offered opportunity to you, that if you're ready to move to your next level, if you're ready to learn how to leverage your personal brand for a business, then this opportunity is great for you. Laser Coaching with Markeith Braden. It's a three-month time frame where you get up to 15 to 30 minutes unlimited laser coaching. But there is one caveat. You have to make sure that you finish the homework from each coaching session before you schedule a new one. And once again, it is for a 90-day time frame and it's unlimited coaching, 15 to 30 minutes. You can schedule as many as you want as long as you do your homework in between the sessions before you schedule your next session. So if you are interested in laser coaching and this offer, I want you to go to markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. And let's move you in the direction that you want to move in because sometimes you just need a little bit of accountability to help you along the way. I look forward to seeing you signing up for Laser Coaching with Marquise Brayton. All right, welcome back uh, to our interview with Brian J. Olds, who is the founder of the Black Speakers Network. And we're talking all things public speaking and building a speaking business. Brian just got finished giving us the first three M's of his five M process of building a successful speaking business. And I'll do a a quick recap. Number one was having a mission, getting clear on the problem you solve, uh, the expertise you have, and also the passion around that whole aspect. Number two, was on message. You got to have the right message. Who are you, who, who are you talking to? And then how are you refining that message? on a regular basis. And then number three is marketing. If nobody knows you exist, then how can they hire you? All right, Brian, number four, number four. Yeah, great recap. And so uh, number four leads us right into monetize, Uh, monetize your message, which is, again, the one that uh, I was saying everybody kind of wants to leapfrog to, uh, which I totally understand. Um, But, you know, Marquise, one of my favorite things is uh, I'm normally not the type that wake up and uh, check email. There's a bunch of stuff I love to do first just to kind of get my day started right. But if I do check email, one of the ones I love seeing at the top are from uh, PayPal, uh, Stripe, uh, cash app, really any of those companies can email me at any time of the night and I'm not going to get too mad about it. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, um, being able to produce multiple streams of income. Uh, one of the things that we'd like to kind of change the reference point uh, for speakers is to get out of this mindset that every time that you speak, um, you need to be getting paid by a meeting planner because that just doesn't reflect the reality that we're in now. But you have the ability, you have the control of creating that for yourself at any time. Uh, one of my very first products, Marquise, was a $5 uh, PDF download. Um, I came home one night when I was still working in corporate America. Um, I came, it was a Friday night. Friday was my time for uh, just knocking out work. That was like my prime time. Uh, so 
um, had a really long week, came home and I was like, man, you know, I just need to put something out there. And so started working on it at 10 o'clock p.m. By 2 a.m. I was done. And uh, Saturday morning I launched it. Uh, not knowing what to expect. So this is a $5 and it wasn't a pretty product. It wasn't anything uh, to set the world on fire, but it was my first like digital product. It was called a 51 online resources to find and book your speaking engagements. And I put it out there. And then a few minutes later, uh, PayPal, bing. And then it was like, bing, 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 you know? And so that was the most empowering feeling that I've, I've literally ever had because I realized that if I could sell a $5 product with something that uh, was in my head less than 12 hours ago, that is now in the hands of other people and I didn't leave the house, you know, I didn't get dressed. <laughs> like I, I stayed at home and I did it. Uh, if I can make five dollars, I can make five hundred. If I can make five hundred, I make I can make five thousand or fifty thousand, a hundred thousand. And that's what we did. And so um, the the process of uh, what we're talking about here goes beyond speaking. We're talking about, you know, building an information marketing business in which speaking is certainly an aspect of that. But in reality, uh, your job is to, you know, serve your audience. And there are a variety of different methods to do that. You standing on stage for 30 minutes is just one way of doing it. But certainly, whether it's books, ebooks, uh, small courses, uh, we have a phenomenal partnership right now with a, a lady named Kat Dunn out of Atlanta, Georgia. She's helping multiple uh, members right now build their first uh, online course. And I'm not talking about a course that's like ninety seven dollars. I'm talking about some courses with some commas on it. Right. So the, you're, you're creating a signature product and that's necessary. You have to have a framework to be able to help people move through the different levels of working with you. And so uh, that's what we're all about when it comes to monetizing your message. Um, I mentioned to you we had 20 of them that we kind of focus on. Our initial advice is to pick three and start working on that. But I think anybody that's listening, anybody, like I don't care who you are, anybody in the sound of my voice right now, whether you're watching live, watching, listening to the replay, if you're in your car, you know, pull over and let this sink in. You are, everybody, you are 24 hours away from your next sale. That's it, 24 hours. And that's, and that's just me giving you a lot of latitude. You're actually probably like six, but you are 24 hours away from making money if you are trying and that's one thing Della Toro actually taught us a couple weeks ago we we're talking about closing the sale he said listen you can um there, there's no problem that you can't sell your way out of mm. but you got to have something to sell and so that's what we're talking about here. Um, so monetization is just, you know, figuring out other ways to serve your audience, um, not being wrapped up in things being perfect before you launch it. Put it out there. You know, the first iPhone was horrible. It sucked, you know, compared to the iPhone 11. Right. So it does not you're not going to do an iPhone 11 right out the gate. Get it to a place where people will buy it and then work on it um, more along the way. 24 hours away. Right. You can see yourself out of any problem as long as you have something to sell. One of my former coaches, Danielle Jervy Harmon, she says that you are your cash machine. Mm. You are your own ATM. But you just have to have the mindset uh, to be able to <laughs> tap into that creativity. You are That's your right. own ATM. Yeah. You said Danielle? Danielle Jervy Harmon, yes. Yes, Danielle. She's a uh, she's a BSN member and partner as well. So Danielle awesome. was one of the first uh, 
uh, digital marketing um, events I've ever went to. So she's amazing. Yeah, she's great. She's great. And a million, a million dollar producer every year. Listen, yeah. receipts. receipts. Receipts are in hand. She has the receipts. <laughs> All right, number five. Number five. All right, so winding down with number five, and I don't want people to think that it's not as important as the other five because these are all, you could probably see now that these are all interconnected. Uh, but number five is managing, managing your speaking business. So, you know, one thing I didn't share earlier, Marquise, was that, you know, originally I was at Morgan because I was an engineering major. You know, my goal was to be uh, actually an aerospace engineer. I was in the electrical engineering program with the goal to go on to NASA, SpaceX, Lockheed Martin, one of those types of jobs. And I hit a nice little class called Calculus 2, uh, Differential Equations. And then I was like, mm, let me just go see what the School of Business is talking about. But ultimately, that's how I landed in business school. And I could tell you that the entire time that I was there, one of the things that happened was I started to understand like the foundations of how business operates. You know, every business needs sales. It needs accounting, it needs finance, it needs operations, it needs leadership. And so there are different components. And so right now, everything we're talking about is running a speaking business. And to run a system, a, a business effectively, you're going to need systems, you're going to need processes, you're going to need uh, infrastructure, uh, you may even need support, you know. And so one of the things that we focus on here is making sure that you are truly running your business like a business and educating our speakers on everything from, you know, accounting and finance setup, making sure we just had a phenomenal training a couple of weeks ago on our tax strategy uh, with Candace. Uh, she did an amazing job. We talk about uh, creating your systems that you're going to need because it's not just uh, getting the speaking engagement, but what about all those other leads that people that reached out to you? How are you going to stay organized? How are you going to, you know, follow up with them? If they say, hey, call me in six months, are you actually going to call them? Do you have a system in place to ensure that you can manage your customers effectively? Email marketing, um, contracts, um, you know, all of these different things. And so what we talk about here is just making sure that, you know, we're truly able to put on our entrepreneurship hat and, and attend to all those other elements of a business to ensure that you're not replacing uh, your job if that's something that you wanted to do as a full-time speaker with another job. We wanna make sure you have systems and processes in place, not only for your own sanity, but to ensure that you're serving your audience as well as the people that are hiring you at the highest capacity. And so that's actually one of the areas that I focus in on is um, that I tell people all the time, like. I'll, like if you want to learn like sales, talk to Del Toro. You want to learn, uh, you know, storytelling. We got, you know, folks here, Andy and we got Craig Valentine. Like I'm not that guy. If you want to learn about uh, building processes, communities and systems, that's my whole thing. You know, and that's why Black Speakers Network, um, that that's where we operate as it relates to this is, is, you know, building those relationships, like you said, but being able to scale them. And so that's the whole thing, man. Um, you know, we had the benefit of um, being connected to Dr. George Frazier. And the biggest thing that he always says is that, you know, ideas are good, you know, but systems are better. 
And right now, particularly amongst black entrepreneurs, everybody wants to talk about, hey, buy black, you know, you know, support your black um, person. And I think uh, black entrepreneur, that's a good idea. But until you put a system in place to make that effective, people are going to default to whatever is natural. And so we created that system. It's a very rudimentary system right now in BSM, but it's a start. And we're going to continue moving forward as much as possible. Systems are so important so important to everyone's business i believe there's an acronym uh around that save yourself time energy and money or something like that and uh, when i think about it you know that's what a system does right when you have the right system in place you're not exerting as much energy you're saving money you're saving time because your system and your processes are in place to help you to be able to scale your business I was uh, recently reading today about, no, actually my email yesterday that I sent out was talking about, you know, there's a concept or a cliche out there that says readers are leaders uh, or similar to the United Negro uh, College Fund, uh, knowledge is power. And I get what they're saying in those two cliches, but they're really wrong. Knowledge is not really power and reading uh, readers are not always leaders because in, in, in both situations, you have to implement what you read and you have to implement the knowledge in order for it to be effective. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. implementation of the knowledge is power and implementation of what you read is what helps to create leaders. And so we have to really, you know, pay attention to that because we've got to, you know, we we really got to be focused and intentional on, you know, implementation. <laughs> I can't say yes. it enough that so many of us will go to conferences, we'll go to trainings, we'll buy webinars, and we won't do anything with it. Yeah, and and that's the reason why, like, I'm so passionate about. Um, you know, even now we're building out an entirely new content platform for speakers, um, but taking action, you know, and, and, it, and, and it doesn't have to be perfect action. But as long as you're moving forward with the intent to learn and applying what you what you learned, then that's that's where the biggest uh, benefit is going to be. Um, and, and, and ultimately in Black Speakers Network and really any of the organizations that we work with, you know, we place a premium on people, you know, taking action. It doesn't have to be right. You're going to make mistakes. You know, you're going to scrape your knee. You're going to, you know, have people tell you no. Uh, but ultimately, you know, being able to take action is what's going to lead to success. Awesome. 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 Well, just as a recap real quick of the five M's of building a successful and profitable speaking business, you want to focus on number one, your mission, the mission of your business. Number two, you want to focus on the message, the message of your presentation. You want to hone in on that message. You want to uh, be someone who wants to present that in excellence. Number three, marketing, marketing yourself. You want to make sure that when the problem occurs in that company, in that organization, or in that person's life, you're the first person they think of for that problem. Number four, monetize. There's so many ways to monetize your speaking business outside of you standing on a stage. You have online courses, you have membership program opportunities, you have 
ebooks or PDF uh, valuable content that you can provide. You have a podcast like I have, right? And can get sponsorships and different things like that. So think about other ways to monetize your business. And then number five, managing your business is important. You got to manage the business. If you're not going to manage it, prayerfully, you're making enough money in the business that you can hire somebody to manage it and you just kind of oversee it. So that is great. Well, Brian, I'm going to let you have some final words before we close out the podcast, just to those who, you know, are ready to, you know, take that leap, make that transition uh, to start their speaking business, getting to consulting or training and development. I'll let you kind of give some encouraging words for them. Yeah, my, I, I think we kind of hit the theme here. Uh, um, and, and first of all, Markeep, I really appreciate this opportunity. Um, you're doing amazing work here and I'm certainly um, excited to uh, stay connected. Uh, but my, my final thoughts are what we already said, which is, you know, take action. And, um, you know, one of the biggest things that I realized um, in this year of uh, being a full time entrepreneur um, and actually my goal, uh, my, my code name for transitioning to full time entrepreneurship uh, was Tuesdays at 10, you know, because I wanted to, you know, control what I did like every Tuesday at 10 o'clock. And um, I believe the day is Tuesday. I'm losing track of the days now. But uh, and this morning I was definitely, you know, working on the things that were most important. And so, you know, life is is is, is remarkably short um, to spend uh, a disproportionate amount of time um, doing things that you don't want to do um, and, you know, sacrificing things that you don't want to sacrifice. And so if you're in a position where you are like, OK, I, I know I want to speak, I'm, I'm ready, but I just don't know where to start. And then that's what Black Speakers Network is there for. Like I created something that I would want to, you know, have access to myself. And now we have a, a community of 10,000 people ready to embrace you. And so if that's you, um, I invite you to you know, join us. Uh, you could just go to the uh, Black Speakers Network group uh, on Facebook and uh, join the community. It's free um, to join. We have a premium membership as well that you'll learn more about once you're in the community. But I would say the first step is, you know, just come come over and join us. Uh, just type Black Speakers Network into the search bar and uh, Facebook and you can find us or you can go to blackspeakersnetwork.com to get connected. And then we're also on those five M's that I talked about. And by the way, Marquis, you do an amazing job of recapping. If I ever need something recapped, I'm definitely going to talk to you because that was better than I could even have done it. Uh, but those five M's that we just uh, scratched the surface on, we do a deep dive in, in our book, uh, Speak Up, The Ultimate Guide to Dominate the Speaking Industry. And you're going to get that for free. Uh, you'll get a free copy of the ebook just by uh, subscribing to the Black Speakers Network community on Facebook. And so if you're looking for kind of a jump start in your speaking business, we're there to help you with that. And so, you know, as we always say, Marquis over at BSN, keep speaking up. Because your audience awaits and we absolutely, I can't wait to see y'all on stage. Well, Brian, once again, thank you for joining me today for another episode of Maximize Your Brand with Markeith Brayton. So if you have joined us for the very first time, I want to thank you for joining us for this Facebook Live edition of Maximize Your Brand podcast what a great episode. What a great guest we had today. Those of you who are interested in starting your speaking 
uh, career or taking your speaking business to the next level, I will leave that information in the comment section that Brian shared so that you can go to the right places uh, on Facebook. Those of you listening to the podcast via the iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, we'll make sure that that information is in the description of the podcast so that you'll be able to have those links. I'm always excited to be sharing with you each and every week. We've done a good job this year coming on each and every week with new guests and new episodes. So thank you for joining me. Just remember this. This is a quote that I founded my business on and I've been Two years, two years full time in my business uh, as of this month. And that quote is from the late Dr. Miles Monroe. He simply says this, that the greatest tragedy in life is life without purpose. Life is simply has no direction. Moreover, life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. There is an assignment that you and only you are supposed to fulfill. And we are here to help you to make sure that you're on purpose, on assignment, and then we can help you to maximize and monetize your personal brand so that you shift from being the best kept secret to known and paid for your expertise. Have a great rest of the evening. And just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care.